So we are here on this fine Saturday afternoon with Miss Teresa Kirk. And we would like to thank you for being our September read. No problem. You're welcome. And we have a few of our readers in here, plus our tech support. Okay. But um, I have about 12 questions for you, if that's okay. <laughs> yep, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I got to look to the side because my questions are written down on my phone. But um, So we're going to go ahead and hop right in for... He's my thug, I'm his piece, author interview. Okay, <laughs> so first question, what did you want your readers to learn or explore from reading this book? Pretty much, um, it wasn't like a learning type of book, but just to come into my world on how I like think and stuff, cause this book is like really personal to me. So it's pretty much like how I act, how I am like, I'm very stubborn and stuff. So pretty much the main character is like how I am in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So who was your least favorite antagonist in this book and why? Henrietta. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I could not stand her. I had to just, I, I don't know what, cause this is like one of my first books that I wrote. So when I did write it, it was like, I wanted to do a different type of mother, not like the loving, caring type of mother. So I wanted her to be shady and to get, you know, get treated crazy. Cause yeah, as you go on and on, it's, she goes through a lot, so. Okay. Okay, so did you write from any experiences that you or someone you know had? Um, pretty much me, pretty much me. A lot of the, it's like little snippets here and there is stuff that I've been through and I just decided to exaggerate a little bit to, you know, so people don't catch on to it, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put a little bit of yourself in there. Yes. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. So my next question has to do with the title. Okay. Okay. So what is the significance of this title? Like why, why that title? It's crazy because titles with my company, we do not pick titles. The publisher gives us a title and we have to dive into that character. Yeah. We really? do not pick. Yep. We do not have any say over titles. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> He comes to us and he's like, oh, I got a title for you. And we just got to, yeah. You become... just got to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. That's it? Yep. Wow. If we done started a book already and it doesn't really go with the title, it's like, okay, now I got to put this book on hold because it's not going with that title. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's, that is different. Like I said, I've <laughs> and never. And then it's, it's, it's crazy because it's a guy that gives us the titles also. So, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right then, because that's, I, that is not something I would have expected you to say. <laughs> yeah, no, normally like when he does give a title, I'll be like, uh, can we change up a word in there or something? But yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think we're the only company that do that. Wow. 
Wow. And it's like 40 authors on our roster. So yeah, we, we don't pick our titles. How does that make you feel though? Um, I mean, I could say when my first book that I ever wrote, uh, the title is One Glass of Wine, Two Shots of Patron. It took me about a year to come up with that title. So I don't mind him giving me titles because I need my titles to really be spot on. So it will literally take me a while to come up with a title if I did it on my own. Okay. All right. So my next question, our readers, and I would like to know, did you find it difficult or easy to write in the first person for the different character personalities? No, writing in first person to me is really, it, it comes natural. It's third person that I struggle with. Okay. So first person, I put myself in each character's like shoes. So I, I mean, to get into different characters, I got to have a wine here, um, <laughs> a shot here. <laughs> I got to watch a couple of shows to get into like the guy roles. So. Okay. So. Since you said you sprinkle some of yourself into mm -hmm. these characters, <laughs> which do you find yourself relating to the most? Um, I would have to say the most, it would have to be Lou. Lou. Okay. Is there a specific reason why Lou or is it just? Um, no, I just. When okay, because when I started this book, I was only gonna have like two POVs, and then as the book went on, I was like, no, let me add another character here. So I added the sister and everything, but at first, it was pretty much just gonna be Lou's point of view. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if this book was made into a movie, <laughs> who would you have playing your lead characters? Um. Ooh. Let's see. Let's see. I really love Sonali. <laughs> so I think I would want her to play Lou. Mm -hmm. um, Asad would have to be, because I, and I don't even have my notes with me now, but normally when I am describing a characters, I do have a celebrity in mind when I'm describing who they would be. So that when I do do like the visuals, it uh pretty much like some of the readers, they like visuals. So mm -hmm. to be like, oh, okay, they look, you know, most like this um, celebrity. But aside, I would probably have to go with kind of like a Jim Jones kind of guy. Oh. Just because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Just because it's like a, a rugged kind of handsome guy so um <laughs> <laughs> misha i believe i found this model for misha um and she was a plus size um girl that i fell in love with her pictures mm -hmm. on instagram and i was like okay that has to be misha okay and yeah so so i have to ask who would mm -hmm. you cast as oliver oliver listen <laughs> um thinking about it I don't know that's kind of hard that is kind of hard because I I didn't really think about his visual as much 
But okay. his attitude is is yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> and he's like really arrogant and bossy. So it would have to be a bad guy, definitely. Like someone with a bad boy type of but older guy. You know, know who I, I kind of see him as? I don't know his name oh. as an actor, but I can mm-hmm. see him. He played uh, in ATL. He was Lauren London's dad. Oh, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, him. Yeah. I could probably <laughs> see him playing Oliver. He, For some reason, he can pull off that role. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, yeah, I could I could totally see him doing that. Okay, so when you wrote this book, mm-hmm. like, what were you doing? Like, set the scene. Like, how was that for you? All right, hold on. Let me, because I have the book in front of me. Let me go back to my first line, because my first lines are really, like, an important piece to my books. So I take a very a long time writing my first line. Like, if I write a book and I don't like the first line, I'm going back to the beginning to rewrite that first line until mm-hmm. it grabs my attention. So, if I'm not mistaken, I probably was, probably had an argument. (laughs) (laughs) Probably had an argument. (laughs) And if it was me having an argument from the beginning, because now that I didn't read the first page, I see that she was already upset. I'm normally sitting in my room, staring at my wall because I'm just like, oh my God, I'm over it. I got to write something down. I got to put it on paper. And yeah, that's how I normally do it. Some parts I'll, I'll be driving and I'll get a thought and I'll be like, okay, let me write this down real fast. Let me pull over so I could put this in the book. So, okay. All right then. Yeah. Cause it, that she was already upset the start of that book. So yeah, mm-hmm. to start off, <laughs> to start off a book angry, mm-hmm. you really have to be Angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what scene would you point out as a pivotal point in the plot and how did you feel about writing that scene? Um, okay, what one of my favorite scenes <laughs> that like let me let me make sure it's in this book and it's not in part two and part three. Let me double check. I will probably have to say right in the beginning when um Asel and her was in that in the house and um they found the stuff in the drawer or whatever. That scene I would have to say is mainly because when I was writing that scene, first of all, for him to be a, a pastor, that was like I remember me coming up with that. I was at church and I don't know, it just popped in my head. I was at church and I was like, oh, okay. One of the guys there, he gave me like a bad boy vibe. <laughs> he was up, you know, they come, oh, introduce yourself. He was like a visitor that was visiting the church and he gave like a bad boy vibe. And I was just thinking like, what if we had a pastor that had like a secret life? So we're going to write a book about that. And that's how. I- oh, did we lose Hold her? on. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hold on. It's my 
feel like I don't know if you could see. Um, I don't see myself anymore, so I don't know if the camera is there. We hear you, but we don't see you. Yeah, that's I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to because I've never used this before. And you still don't see me, right? Oh, we see you now. Okay, okay, okay. Look, I had an alarm go off, that's why. <laughs> but um, yeah, so him being a pastor and it narrowing back around to her story, her finding someone else, that was like a really big part for me in there. So it would have had to be in the scene where they were leaving the church, going into the house, and she found this, when they found the stuff and the guys came in to set him up. So pretty much that scene. Okay. And then I just went to a love story from there. Okay. So which scene resonates with you on a personal level? Um, the scene where her and Oliver were arguing in a car. Now, I believe it's in this one, but her and Oliver are in a car arguing and she jumps out the car. Yeah, I was so, a little shocked by that. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a very personal scene to me because I have done that. Mid-argument, I jump out car. So, yes. That scene was like, I, my therapist was like, oh, you got to get past. So, all right, cool. Let me write it down in the book. Now it's over and done with. So, yeah, that scene. Girl, don't be jumping out no moving vehicles. <laughs> well, the car was going like five miles per hour, but still. <laughs> We, 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 no. <laughs> and then after I did it, I was like, why did I do, why did I get myself that mad to do that? So, yeah. You had to be that, that, really, that really scene, mad. Yeah, that scene was like the most personal scene ever that I ever put in a book. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask about Lucy and Misha's relationship. So their sister plot. So was the mm -hmm. Lucy and Misha sister plot twist something that you enjoyed writing? Why or why not? I did enjoy writing it. It was one of my first books that I ever did a plot like that, that people would have not guessed. So um, it was different because like I said, my other, my first book was the most, um, it was just like a complete love story really no plot in it that was like a twist plot so mm -hmm. this was like the first twist plot that i had did and i enjoyed it and a lot of people liked it so i was like oh okay all right because i was like wait a minute because <laughs> it kind of tipped me off a little bit when oliver mm -hmm. called her lila but then i was like how you make that that kind of mistake that, that mistake yeah <laughs> like the names don't even sound the same so how you make that mistake yeah misha and lila they are on two different sides <laughs> there is no way this there's a connection yes <laughs> okay and so my last question before i open it up to the readers mm -hmm. so which character or characters would you like to meet in real life um Asad. Assad, because he, <laughs> I was in love with Assad when I was writing him. 
so him um who else um uh, misha I, I i liked i enjoyed writing misha although she wasn't like the main character she did play a huge role in like me wanting to write the book okay yeah because he like it was like he had his stuff together yeah but then he was doing all this little stuff on the side Mm-hmm. And Misha, at the stuff. end of the book, she just turned out to be thuggish, I guess you could say. I mean, <laughs> Listen, she, she picked up her mother's traits. I guess so, doing a drive-by. <laughs> okay, so I will open it up to the readers that we have here today and see if they have any questions for you. Let me open up my little chat box, yeah. just in case somebody writes anything in there. Let's see. So if anybody has any questions. Elle would like to know why was Lucy so mad when it was obvious they weren't affording those things on his pastor's salary? Because <laughs> she was a spoiled brat. <laughs> she was used to her father doing all this, taking care of her, whatever she needed. So when she got with herself, she just figured, you know what, you got to fall in line. Like, this is what I'm used to. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and that's that that's why he thought he can, you know, be in the streets too. Key would like to know where are you from? She likes your accent. Oh. It's so funny because I feel like we don't have an accent, but um New York, the Bronx. Oh, okay. What did Elle say? Right, and he was doing that. But why was she mad about it? Because some part of her had to know. She just like I said, stubborn. She was stubborn to the max. A lot of people brought that up to me. Like they was like, that is the most stubborn character I have ever read. And it was just like, in all honesty, she didn't really want herself. It doesn't matter. He could have did everything that she wanted him to do. She ultimately just like fell out of it with him. So it was like any little thing that he did, it doesn't matter if it was good or bad. She was going to find the wrong in it. Okay. You know, while they're thinking of these questions, let me ask you, mm -hmm. Gabby, mm -hmm. why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say is why? Gabby was like a spin character. She just, I don't know, I didn't plan on writing pretty much about her. And then it just was like, let me just throw something in there. Because so, Gabby. Yeah. yeah, Gabby was a pain in the behind. I just wanted to throat punch her myself. <laughs> she was a pain in the behind and she just swore she like she was it. I guess so. <laughs> so Elle says, so at the beginning of the book, before she even mm -hmm. found out about it, she was already done with him. Pretty much. Yeah. Like she couldn't stand Henrietta from the beginning. So it was like his mother is already annoying like I'm just putting up with it because this is what I'm used to I guess I would have to say why mm -hmm. what made her because at the beginning of the book she's already with Has is it Hassel? Has ha yeah Hassel. yeah okay she's already with him mm -hmm. so what at what was it just Henrietta that made her so fed up because he now, it was done had something to, be that... to piss her off so bad. <laughs> he just wasn't like, although he tried to portray, portray himself as being like 
this hardcore kind of guy. He really wasn't. Okay. And it kind of, once she got with Asad, it was just like, this is what I actually like. Type of thing. Like, herself was a little too good for her. Okay. Yo, because Elle says she's like, okay, that's why I was confused because that wasn't portrayed in the book. So it's made to look like she was leaving because of yeah. the drugs. Like, but we ain't found, it's like, why is she so mad? Like you said, when and you I want to write, write probably angry. I want to write more about her now, too. Like, that's, she's one of my favorite characters that I've ever written. That brings up another question. What is your mm -hmm. question? <laughs> <clears throat> What was your inspiration for their names? Um, when it comes to females, I try to not do the girly, girly names. I like unisex names. So even though her name was Lucy, I liked the idea of calling her Lou. And my publisher was just like, why would we call a female Lou? Just let me work and watch this happen. And... It's like every time somebody, oh, what's your book? What's your favorite book? Um, they're always, oh, Lou, I love Lou. They forget that her name is Lucy. Forget about it. It's Lou. Yeah. So, yeah. She, <laughs> he said she was pronouncing her cell all wrong. So was I. Oh. I was calling him Hassel. <laughs> Look, it was. <laughs> I got that from the church also because the guy name was herself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I wonder how he spelled it. But whatever, we're going to go with this. Uh, Elle also says that she was adamant about not wanting someone from the streets, but when she saw Assad, all that just went out, went out the window. window. Yeah, went out the window. She thought she didn't want somebody from the streets, being raised by a father that who was a cop and everything. You know, she didn't know his background on how shady he was. She didn't know her mother's background, really. She just knew she was brought up in a good home. She's going to stick with the good people. She didn't want but no, she she was that dark side from her mother came out when it was time to date Assad. Uh, oh, Key says hearing you say it is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Imani. They um they for sure felt like it was love between them because they was in each other's presence for like two or three times, and they was like, "Oh yeah, I love you. Like you mine, I'm yours." Like. It was a done deal, like y'all, like they was for sure, like they for sure felt like they was really in love. I feel like with him, it was more so, this is like fresh meat type of stuff. And with her, it was just like, oh, let me just try something different. It, it wasn't like love at the beginning. It was just, this is fresh. This is new. It's different from what I'm used to on her end. And for him, it was just like, She's not one of the girls in the neighborhood where he rents out the apartments to. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I have another question, but I'll ask mm -hmm. this first. She says, for Hassel to be the man she claimed to love, she was fine with stepping over him and allowing him <laughs> to bleed out. It made me feel like she was there for the money. And as a reader, not knowing she was already done with him when the book started, it made her seem heartless. So... <laughs> <laughs> like is that how she is that how you wanted to portray that I didn't want her to seem heartless but I didn't want her to seem too mushy and like weak and just like my other characters so I wanted to do something different with her so that's why I went that route because she 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 was a little heartless with herself okay so 
my other question because it, mm-hmm. it just came to me <laughs> why 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 with oliver so okay with putting his hands <laughs> on her mm-hmm. because it was like i just he he was doing it a lot a, a lot no problem what no problem and that is i've like i've hardly ever write about um father and daughter relationships when I write books. So I was like, I always make the mother be this, the mother, like the role changes with the mother. I always make the mother the the mean one. So I was like, you know what? The father is going to be the abusive type instead of the mother. So that's why I went that route with Oliver because in my other books, I have the mothers being heartless to their daughters. So I was like, you know, everybody always say, oh, daddy's little girl. No, this is going to show a different side. So that's why I went that route with him. Elle says she didn't seem, she definitely didn't seem weak. She seemed like Mm -hmm. someone you wouldn't want to have to depend on if you're dying. (laughs) Especially herself. Yeah. If it was a side, it would have been different. If it was, if it was a side, her her little retarded self would have went and probably jumped in front of the bullet for him or something. But with herself, it was just like, no. Hmm. She would like to know why is it that Lucy can be so bold and brazen, talk crazy and disrespectfully to others, but when it comes to Oliver, she allows him to talk to her any kind of way. That goes back to him raising her by himself after her mother, you know, left. So it's just like she felt like she still had to have this kind of respect for him because he is her father. Okay. So it was just like, you know, he still is my father at the end of the day. Because even when Asai would go crazy on her for it, and she'll just be like, well, that's my dad type of. Yeah. Okay. I have one more question. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I understand that Lila was. Mm-hmm. In love, I guess I could say, with Frankie. Was Frankie, Frankie? yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If Oliver did what he did. Mm-hmm. So, I understand he said he wasn't expecting them to kill her. But it's like, snitches don't last you, long. Yeah, so how exactly. how can you sit there and say that you didn't expect them to kill her? Like it's he no felt she like because his he felt like because his profession like oh they were just gonna bypass it and just be like oh well we're not gonna mess with her when that's not the case that doesn't happen nobody cares who you have what you do you got to get you know you have to be dealt with right because like regardless so. of how much Frankie was in love with her it didn't make a difference because nope. she still ended up dead so. <laughs> but dang. Um, does yeah. anybody have any more questions for us? As a reader, it was confusing as to whether or not Chinks was Asad's right hand or the other way around. So which one was it? Oh, yeah, I only read part one. Yes. Well, okay. that was that was that was the book. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So. so as it goes on, then you'll start to see with Chinks. So I don't want to give it away, but it will, in part two and part three, you will see 
which side he ends up on. Okay. Okay. Because that's. She said, you could tell me because I may not never find out. <laughs> Chinks ends up being, being the bad, like he's, he's not his friend. He's not his friend at all. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started doing some crazy stuff and yeah. Chink, Chinks ain't that rider aside. I think mm -mm. he is. Mm -mm. Not at all. All right, then. Uh, she says there are several subplots in the book. Was it hard for you to keep up with them? Oh, yeah. I always have someone go behind me and read as I'm writing. I always have someone um, test reading because I lose track of a lot of stuff. I, as the type of writer that I am, I don't write down storylines. I don't do any of that any of that. Like I just wake up and be like, I'm going to write this part today. And I don't go back and reread until the end. So my test reader will pick up on, oh, you missed out on this question. Answer that question before you go on. So that's how it pretty much is. Uh, Iman, yep. what is your question, madame? And the test reader, because, uh, when Elle was asking earlier, she was like, you, we couldn't, did the, there were things clearly you changed when the test, the test reader went behind you. Mm -hmm. Did the test reader, could they tell that, oh, Lu, Lucy was done with herself beforehand? Like Lou was saying, oh, it's confusing because we wouldn't know that. Yeah, they pretty, because, all right, when I do have the test reader, I'll talk over the storyline with them. Now, the test reader that I had for this book, um, she pretty much was like, don't give everything away in the first part or whatever, um, let it lead up to it to where you can see, go through the backstory. So she does, um, she was picking up on a lot of stuff and she just was like, don't go this route, do that route because you don't want the readers to. So it was like something totally different for me with writing this book. And this was like, like I said, one of my first books that I wrote under the company. Yeah, it was my first book I wrote under the company. So I was trying different things than what I had did with my previous book. So they were, okay, so they were telling you to write it like that, to make it, to have it flow like that. Yeah, and then in book two and then book three is when a lot of the stuff start coming out. Okay. Okay. So I guess Elle's follow-up question to the previous one, she says, do, mm -hmm. do the plots come to a climax over the series and are the plot holes in the book filled in the others? Yep. Okay. So all questions are answered by book three. Okay. All right. Uh, so this oh, was, this was the I introduction. <laughs> mm hmm Okay. You, uh, she says, Elle says, you said someone ch else chose your title. Was it hard for you to execute? Because honestly, Lucy wasn't giving anybody any peace. <laughs> Listen, when he came up with the title, I was like, I'm not my man's peace. So I already know. Like, I'm not going to be able to be as peaceful for too long. Like, I could do it for a little while, but I'm not about to be. So when I asked him, I'm like, women, like, yeah, we have our peaceful. But if you are painting our behind, we, it's not going to be all kisses and roses. Like, we're not about to just let y'all just walk all over people. So he was like, well, you know, you got to make it realistic. I am. I'm going to do me. So 
this is how I would do it. And then, like I said, a lot of the stuff I do um, end up exaggerating a little bit just so people don't put the connection together, the people that know me personally. Okay. So Imani's hand was up first. <laughs> I see, but she wasn't peaceful. <laughs> uh, piggyback, piggybacking off of what Elle said, does uh, later in the series, because, you know, I, I don't, does she about Lucy, does she kind of grow up? Because it's like she is, you know, she was not nobody's piece. She was childish. Yeah, she, she ends up growing up um, by book three. Well, book two is when she, you'll start to see her grow up. And then by book three, she does mature because I do ask my test readers to let me know if the person isn't maturing because I know me as a author and a reader. I don't like to see the same person just be the same person throughout the whole series. There has to be okay. some type of growth. Is she both? Is she based on somebody in real life? They act like that. Um, it's a couple of females that I just put them all together into one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say <laughs> if that's you really know somebody like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a couple of people that I just was like all their bad um stuff. I just put it in as her one character. So okay. all the bad traits that I disliked about certain people, and then her good traits. Okay. I was like, okay. Uh, Key says, does the guy who names your book have any input or contributes to the books at all? Or does he just give you the name and that's it? Nope, he just gives us the title and the cover, the cover, that's it. Cover and title is what he is in charge of and then the editor. Okay. So. L. Elsa, so she does mature because she's, yeah. uh, she's an unlikable MC. So it makes it hard to want to continue reading with the way that she is. Yeah, she does mature. By yeah, book two, I'm trying to remember. Book two, she matures. By book three, she's uh yeah, she's she grows a lot by book three. Okay. So I have to ask: Is there mm -hmm. any more questions? before we end our interview for today with Miss Teresa. No, thank you. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Again, I apologize. I dropped the ball no for sending you the link because <laughs> I know you rescheduled and I was like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. And I, realized, and I swear, I was looking at my email. I'm like, okay, she didn't email me. So I don't know. And then the, um, Instagram that you have, I have two Instagrams. I have, I have a private account and then I have the author one. So I was like, let me just go into my author account and just see if I got a message. And I went this morning and I was like, okay, no message. Then I went out and forgot to go back in. Yeah. I, and and some, like told I said, me, just check it. I apologize. I dropped the ball on that, sending you that link. I shared it to the book club <laughs> and completely spaced it on making sure that you got that. But I apologize again. No problem. But thank you for taking the time out because I know you were busy doing something else. So thank you for taking the time to <laughs> no give problem. us a little something, something. Yeah. <laughs> I then came to my mother's neighbor's house because they over there partying. I'm like, I need a quiet place. Well, thank you for enjoying us. <laughs> no again. problem. Thank you for agreeing to be our September read. And we hope you have a good no day. Problem.